This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Boonwurrung country and we wish to acknowledge them as traditional owners. We recognise First Peoples of Australia as the original storytellers of this country and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. You are listening to a semi-precious podcast hosted by uncut and unpolished sisters Amber and Jade. Hello. Welcome to episode six, where we are going to talk about our launch party, uh, defining success and the art of celebration. Hello, Jade. Hello. Hello. We are indeed. I know we said we were going to talk about friendships, but that's been bumped because this is way more exciting and fun. It's more exciting. We've got lots of social content, so we need to capitalize on that while we actually can. (laughs) Alrighty then. So... You want to kick it off, Ems? Yeah, I haven't actually got as many notes as I usually have, so I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, So on Friday night, we hosted a small boutique celebration, uh, which we nearly cancelled because the last kind of couple of months has been a total shit show for our family. Deep breath. Deep breath, Um, yes. and, And then Jade gave sage counselling advice and said, well, if we don't do it now, it'll just be another thing that we have to reschedule and we'll add to our burden of uncompleted tasks. So add to our ever amounting unfinished projects and tasks. And and I think it was just we don't celebrate enough. And you were talking in one of the episodes about the fact that you just I think it was the introduction that you seemed to jump over things that you've completed, you just move from thing to thing to thing without actually stopping and acknowledging what you have achieved. So I thought, well, let's stop and acknowledge this and, um, and celebrate the success. And that got me thinking about celebration and success. So how was the night for you? Uh, I had very tight jeans on because they were new. Mine were tight too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just tight and two sizes smaller, but Um, Very tight jeans. It was really fun. I I actually had a really good time. I managed after the the chaos of the day and kind of getting it set up and realising at the last minute that I'd forgotten to invite so many people and then had messaged other people who said, oh, I don't use Facebook because that's how we sent out our invite, which was sort of just a dumb idea actually in general because I don't even use Facebook really anymore, but Instagram doesn't let you set up events. So anyway, so that was a bit annoying and I had a bit of a last minute um, panic that suddenly people were going to see it on social media and then go, oh, how come you didn't invite me? And then I had a whole bunch of cancellations. uh, So then I got that last minute kind of panic that, oh my God, no one's going to turn up. That is my forever panic. Ever since I was little. Everyone feels that way about an event or. Do they? I thought it was just me. I just thought nobody's going to show up and I'm lame. Uh, but it was really fun. And we, um, if you have a look on socials, if you don't follow us on Instagram, just get onto that uh, pronto. I wasn't following us either. <laughs> so, we there. Um, so we had a photographer and a videographer. Um, shout out to Petros from Condos. Um, photography. It was amazing. So that was really great to have someone else there 
capturing the moments because typically what happens when I go anywhere is I spend more time taking obsessive photos of every angle and every person that I actually forget to be a participant in the night. And I always make you take the photos because you always have the better phone. So I'm always just looking for you here, take a photo of me and my friends. Um, So yeah, that was really, really good just to be able to go, you know what, it's captured. Although I think every time the camera was faced towards me, I had like food in my hand and in my mouth. So I'm conscious of how many (laughs) terrible shots it can be of me eating or pulling some bad face. But anyway, it was fantastic to, to capture that. It was a really fun night and it was just great to have. It wasn't, you know, huge, maybe, I don't know, 35 people, 40 yeah. people. Yeah, it was quite intimate. Like um, but, you know, good music, had some great snacks. The platter you did was really delicious. Oh, thank you, thank you. I just kind of literally threw it together last minute, not just that, oh, this whole thing I threw together. Literally I just bought all the things and pretty much threw them on a platter. But that's what a grazing table looks like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to to your lovely hubby for doing a million trips that night to get more bubbles and pizza and all the different things that he did. I'd already sent him out for tonic water because – Oh, yeah. We'd already had like 15 GNTs before. Well, I hadn't had 15 GNTs or either had you. I realised quite quickly we were going to run out of uh, fever tree bottles. So he did a fever tree run and then a champagne run and then pizza. He's a good man. Mm. Yeah, well done. he's a good man. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was lovely to have our family there as well. I think it's really nice to be supported by, you know, the people you love that mean a lot to you and our family has gone through quite a lot, you know. Well, our family's always going through quite a lot, right? <laughs> when is there a calm time? Um, but I think in the last few months quite significant events have occurred and, um, yeah, just for them to drive in on a winter's evening that's pretty mm, impressive. That looks horrendous. Yeah, but they showed up. Yeah, I did feel bad because I didn't get a photo with one of my best friends from high school that made the effort of coming and then just managed to get no photos together. Oh. And I actually didn't get one with my husband either, so I did feel a bit bad about that. There's probably a few captured though. Hopefully. You know, just not posed with your best angle. Amber and I have best angles and we fight for the right side of the camera to be on to get our best angles. It's it's always a battle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends on my hairstyle as to which angle is the best on that day. And I've got the scar on the side of my face, so I'm always kind of angling for the other side. Angling yeah. for the other side. I can see a note right here about not overtly planned but perfectly imperfect. Yeah, I, I don't think that really we didn't know how the night was going to go. We just kept throwing ideas at each other ad hoc and at the last minute it just seemed to fall into place and I think we can we can thank um, our children for that, your daughter for her um, Google Slides presentation. That was pretty amazing and her Q&A, tell us about that. Yeah, so we had the two eight-year-olds doing a Q&A fire a slideshow so that meant really we didn't have to organize speeches because they just asked us questions it was just adorable yeah it was very cute yeah it was very cute and then and then my daughter 
did her little speech with her post-it notes that she just kind of kept throwing across the ground every time she'd finish one. And that was, that was pretty adorable too. She threw in there something about you're in a critic, you know, just a nod to the therapist mother. (laughs) You know, she's been raised, what household? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was lovely to celebrate and I felt quite, um, you know, whether we have anybody listening or, you know, what the measure of success is for a podcast, that night I felt successful. I felt like, you know what, I've done, I've done something that I'm really proud of. I've learned technology. I'm editing this goddamn thing when I can barely, as Amber has mentioned, mm-hmm. copy and paste or work Instagram. <laughs> Oh, she's back and forth text messages last night about changing your profile picture. I don't know. It just frustrates oh. me, especially at that time of night. I can't navigate it. Um, but I think I was really proud of what we had achieved so far, even if it's just to this point. Yeah, same. I mean, I think we've been beavering away at this. Oh, can you change that? I don't like beavering. No, I don't know. <laughs> It's a beaver. No, okay. All right, go with beaver. Fine, we've been beavering away. Can we get t-shirts? Say beaver anymore. (laughs) I'm beavering. Precious beaver. There you go. (laughs) Precious beavers. Um, I have um, matching t-shirts. You'll be able to see them social. So that was pretty cute. And and our fingernails. We've done it. I I did my nails. I did my nails. Yeah. That's very, very impressive, exciting. actually. I did get her nails done, which is possibly a near first. Yeah. It, well, I had them done for my wedding and uh, and then for this, you know, the big moments in say, life. The green that I got, the vibrant green, is actually exceptionally hard to match. So now I have to wear black for the next two weeks until I change colours because I can't get anything to go with these. I have on matching green socks. Well, it doesn't really matter. I'm wearing rainbows, so, you know. Yeah, well, I'm just wear rainbow amps. I can't do that. No. You don't wear rainbows. I need some no. sort of okay. colour to be picking up on the nails. You're in the black asshole outfit, and I'm mm. in the rainbows sunshine. It's true. Alrighty. So here we're talking about success and celebration. So you know, I think it's always interesting to talk about what success is to to each individual. What are your what are your initial thoughts, Ams, before I kind of take us through a little process? Oh goodness. Um okay, what are my thoughts on success? Well, obviously it's highly personal and subjective. We've talked in the past about my I'm not necessarily good at acknowledging moments. I just sort of take it and keep going. Uh but what I will say is things like I've always been a real goal setter. So whether it's an aspiration or, you know, a decade ago I was building kind of, you know, vision boards when I was single and I wanted a long-term relationship, Uh, but actually having an aspiration. Sorry, was that vision boards for a relationship? Yeah, you know when everyone was going through that um, period of building kind of life mood boards? I I think that's still a thing and I quite like it. Anyway, Anyway, you did one for relationships, okay. Uh, And we do that at work really too still for for brands, putting our aspiration out there and and getting it. So this was your boyfriend brand? That's my boyfriend Um, brand. Does Mike meet that boyfriend? He did meet the height requirements. Uh, Oh, he did, didn't he? She had a strict 
height requirement, yeah, just saying. minimum six two. Well, okay. okay. Anyway, that's another discussion. So aspiration, um, <laughs> achieving that aspiration is definitely something that I, that's something that I, you know, reflect upon and say I wanted to do that and I've done it. Sometimes just overcoming adversity. So if you've been through a difficult time and then you've come out the other end, that's difficult. That's definitely something that I try to take the time to acknowledge, even if it's just privately. Can I just ask what would privately acknowledging it be? Internal monologue. I've gotten through a difficult situation and I'll just, you know, take a breath and say, you know what, like you you did that. Good job. Go and eat a Portuguese custard tart. Oh, I really want a Portuguese t- custard tart. It's definitely successful because I do eat a lot of Portuguese tart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough of them in my life. Maybe this is a problem. Maybe I just need to order regular Portuguese Mind you, I just went and th- threw a piece of chocolate cake in my mouth before we came and sat it down because I was hungry, so I just threw it at my face. Mm. Alrighty, so you celebrate the small things. Try to. That is a more contemporary skill. More contemporary skill. Natural okay. state that I've been doing that my whole life. It's not a midweek bath with wine thing. <laughs> right, so you have to think, oh, I should acknowledge yes. this and then yep. do it. All right, what's your exercise? You get a lot of notes here. I do have a lot of notes. Uh, they're very, all very okay. important. Um, so I was listening to the Imperfects podcast. Shout out to them. They're absolutely brilliant. Okay. Love it. Love their work. Uh, and their guest was Kemi Nekvapil the other day, and I think they've already had her on before. She's a leading Australian empowerment coach and author of a book I am yet to read but is on the list called Power, A Women's Guide to Living and Leading Without Apology. Mm-hmm. I think you'd probably like yeah, that, Amber. I haven't read it. I'll get on to that. She was quite fabulous and she did a little exercise with them on the podcast the other day and it's quite similar to processes I use with my own clients. So I thought we'd give it a bit of a try or a version of it sure. today. Are you pre- are well, you prepared? You know, one of my great fears is role play and I feel like what you're doing is actually another version of role play. Why are you moving the mirror board around right now? It's very distracting. I'm only moving that. Okay. She's highlighting and moving my notes and uh, yes. So here we go. This isn't role play amps, all right? All you have to do is follow my instructions and then after you've had your turn, then you'll do the same for me. And so I kind of broke success down into just how many have I got? One, two, three, four. That's five, right? Yes, I can count to five. Five areas. Now, these aren't, you know, nobody's really defined these areas. These are just the ones I was looking at today. I've got social, family, achievement, financial, maybe they're just all-encompassing well-being. Okay. What I'm going to ask you to do is just close your eyes. Oh, now I've really scared mm-hmm. her. <laughs> okay, close your eyes and just take a few slow breaths. All right, shoot. All right, now you're in your head. I want you to think about what success means to you. Putting food on the table, so financial freedom. Learning and developing, so not staying still, so change. And I suppose maybe reaching milestones that I've set for myself or that we've set together as a family. And just take a breath and travel down to your gut. It probably means feeling secure and stable. So having a sense of structure and 
familiarity and uh, stability. Take another breath and now move to your heart. When you feel into your heart, what a successful life. I think it's fun, it's travelling, it's having a happy family where there's joy and a lack of conflict, uh, where my children are achieving and content in themselves, where we feel connected. Alrighty, you do me. Okay. <laughs> Can you put on a counsellor voice for me, please? <laughs> Close your eyes, take a deep breath, hold it for a second and then exhale. In your head, so the functional side, what does success look like for you? Having financial security, being good at my job, recognised as somewhat successful. All right. Now take another breath. What does your intuition tell you that success looks like? Enjoying the process wherever I'm at, as long as those around me are healthy and we have enough that that's successful enough now moving on to your heart loved and close to the people that I love and want to be close to safe in those relationships and in my own health and well-being okay so if you had to distill that down the the initial head stuff was about you know extrinsic validation and and needing other people to to see you know Brene Brown talks about that scarcity mindset we don't have enough so we're always kind of scared and reaching and looking for enough I think the gut you know was sitting more in that joy and experience and moment to moment life and my heart was prioritizing success as being love and belonging and connection I think the the good segue here is if success means different things based on what part of us is looking at it, what lens we're looking through, whether we're looking through the lens of external validation or culturally imposed success versus what it really means for us personally to be successful, would then I guess speak to how we celebrate it, right? Well, I've got a note here, arrogance versus acknowledgement. If we're valuing our success and acknowledging it based on the things that are coming more from our instinct and our, you know, our heart space, I know that sounds a bit wanky, but, Mm. you know, then it's not going to have the arrogance. It's going to be genuine acknowledgement. Yeah. The core question is why don't we celebrate more or do we do we celebrate enough? Do people feel like they celebrate enough? And what is genuine celebration versus what is just for validation. Everyone seems to celebrate their fish and chips on a plate, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose that's subjective to what each individual feels like is a celebration. Yes, fish and chips. You know, you might have caught that fish and you might be celebrating the catch. Amazing. And you've caught it and cooked it, then you go and shoot away. <laughs> I highly doubt it though. All right. So what do you think is is worth celebrating and how? What does it mean to you to celebrate your successes? For me, it's about celebrating milestones. And so, for example, 
there's always a lot of conjecture around birthday time and, you know, the, especially as you get older, lots of people complain about their birthdays and talk about how, you know, they feel another year older and, you know, how depressing that is. I've always felt a sense of gratitude that I've made another 12 months. In, in your hectic life. <laughs> in my hectic life, but also just in good health. Like it's a bit okay. arrogant to complain about a birthday because lots of people actually don't even make it mm. to their next birthday. Mm-hmm. And so to make it next birthday and just be able to celebrate that extra 300 and how many days are there? Yeah? 65, 65, I think, yeah. I want everybody to celebrate a birthday because I think it's a great excuse to to get together and to be close to people and to, you know, eat cake or Portuguese tarts, right? And good champagne. And good champagne, yeah. I made a note here that celebrating can be a bit like using the good crockery Yep. growing up that was like the good, the wedding crockery that just never came out of the cupboard or the good glasses. There was always the good glasses growing up. I do up. have the good glasses. I was thinking about them this morning. I need to actually put them out, my good gin glasses and my good champagne glasses. Yeah, and just the idea that you just reserve them for a special occasion but those special occasions never really, like they're so few and far between that you're not really actually enjoying those things. I sort of feel that way about celebrating is if you can build in the ritual to just do more micro celebrations or more opportunities like we did with the with the launch and just saying, hey, we've we've achieved something, we'd love to share it with you. It may not be perfect. It may not be perfect. It may not be, you know, a chart topping podcast, but it's something we're doing and that we're proud of. You know, success is very subjective, like you said. I'm, you know, we're proud of it, so we're going to celebrate it. How we celebrate success, obviously, it's very different, right? To somebody who has just had back surgery, success might be walking to the bathroom and back. And those small moment to moment acknowledgements of achievement actually, I don't know, increase our self worth. And if we don't celebrate those moments, are we just missing opportunities to actually say, I'm good enough. Yeah. I also think it just comes down to the basic sentiment that we only live once. We don't have to put a a cap on how many fun things we do in life. (laughs) We can do as many things as we possibly can. Yeah, I'm sorry, but your um, trip to Canada for Christmas, you just capped fun, so you're now done. I've still got (laughs) 10 holidays back-to-back planned in the notes in my phone. You do. I mean, there's definitely those sort of quiet ways of acknowledging myself, but also it's about celebrating with other people. It's usually about sharing that together. I'm pretty good at also celebrating other people's milestones and even acknowledging them when they haven't acknowledged themselves because I think that's important as well. Do I need to acknowledge you more? Probably. Probably. (laughs) And not let you skip over things. Yeah, Mm. probably. I just think it it is really important and I think our self-worth can be really tied up in it if we just constantly just keep going and moving on to the next thing. I did this and I should be proud of it or they did that and I'm proud of them. And and celebration can be a phone call, a text message or a Portuguese tart. Yeah, exactly. I do lots of text message acknowledgements. It's small moments but better than nothing. I would also like that. On a T-shirt, the Portuguese tart. Oh, we've got beaver, yeah. We've got a whole lot of T-shirts. 
Semi-precious beaver, <laughs> semi-precious tart. <laughs> semi-precious tart. <laughs> Celebratory tart. All right, I saw you shifting notes again. What are you doing? It wasn't shifting notes. It's just we had the wrong topic on there. Oh, and is that your perfectionism? You are actually fixing up the notes as we're having – be mindful and present, Amber. Uh, Miro, is it? You can work you live. You can work live, except for I'm watching you oh. <laughs> do it and I'm easily distracted. So I'm watching you doing it and what are you doing? All righty. Have we had any little gems? What are the little gems? I think – are you going to press a button? We don't have any little gems. I think the core takeout is just – Celebrate more. Celebrate the little things. Celebrate the big things. Celebrate other people. Celebrate yourself. Love it. Beautiful. All right. Are we doing a semi-precious moment? Well, I had thought of one and now I've forgotten oh, you it. Should have, you were here writing like you were in the note section. You could have just mm-hmm. written the note right then and there. Maybe I'll think of it while you're doing All yours. right. Mine's a little crass. Is that okay? Crass warning. Mm-hmm. So this was from the launch uh, party. The videographer Petros, who we were talking about before, he placed a microphone right at the top of my T-shirt. He kind of pinned it to the the collar of my T-shirt. It's not a collar, you know what I mean, ready for the speeches. And I forgot it was there and I was talking to a friend of ours. I know you know who friend, which friend I'm talking about. She's yep. incorrigible. And for some reason I referenced Justin Timberlake's Saturday Night Live Dick in a Box parody. Are you familiar with it? No. Okay, she wasn't familiar with it, but it's been stuck in my head for like a decade now. Uh, and so I proceeded to sing this parody song about Dick in a Box, which is really catchy. Won't sing it now. You're going to have to YouTube that for your own <laughs> singing and listening pleasure. Um, and then realised that I had the microphone on. Still attached. Mm-hmm. And Kathy said, I'll be enjoying listening to that later. <laughs> Kathy Spetros' wife. So that's, right. that's my moment. Don't sing about inappropriate things when somebody has attached a microphone to your lapel. Yeah. I accidentally did that at a wedding once. Um, this is a retrospective semi-precious moment where we didn't realise, a group of us, we didn't realise that we were standing right next to a very small video camera <gasps> that was on a tripod. Oh, no. And we were like, we were all single, all three of us, and we were talking about some of the prospects on the dance floor. Oh, God. Yeah. That's horrendous. And then realised the little red light was flashing on the camera and all of that was caught. So then I had to send an apology text message the next day to the bride and groom. That's literally my worst nightmare. Like being caught on camera or, yeah, just audio of me. <laughs> I get a guilty conscience and I'm like, what have I said? This time I know what it was. It was dick in a box. So, after a few drinks. Yeah, I was singing it. And I, if somebody was filming, I had actions. So I don't know if the he was filming at any point, but there were, there were actions going along with this as well. So not my proudest, most counsellor self moment. Um, yeah alrighty alright next episode which was supposed to be this episode but now is the next episode it's all about friendships it's complex when you're our age 
it always feels important to me because I, you know, love the people that are in my life and sometimes I love for longer than I should. Mm -hmm. You know how we talked in episode one about your collection of pets or maybe that was episode two. You're collecting pets and people. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway, tune in for that next episode. So if you'd like to listen to more of our ramblings, follow and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Also follow us on Instagram. So thanks for listening and until next time, embrace your uncut and unpolished selves. Bye. 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 This podcast represents the personal opinions of Amber and Jade. No content should be taken as advice or recommendations.